You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. You're invited to tune in to the AACML Kingdom Broadcast with Senior Chief Apostle Dr. John Newhouse. AACML is the Apostolic Association of Churches, Ministers, and Leaders International. Please join us each Saturday at 9.30 a.m. here on WCNO 89.9 FM. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The Bible teaches this principle. As He is, so are we. As He is, so are we. 
I'll try it one more time. As He is, so are we. You are Him on earth. Amen? So in other words, whatever is true of Jesus has to be true of us. Because we're in Christ. And if our life is not looking like Him, then somewhere along the line we've missed our identity. We've entered into a mistaken identity and we've misunderstood what's really going on in our life. We don't know what our destiny is. We don't understand what our purpose is. We're just existing, hoping and wishing that God will take care of us and bless us. Can I just declare to you that that's not how God intends for you to live your life here? Why is he yelling at me? I'm sorry. I'm a little passionate this morning. You can say it this way. All sin is really just a mistaken identity. That's it. We sin because we don't know who we are. When you're born again and you continue to live a life of bondage, it's mistaken identity. That's not who God intends you to be. God has an intention for your life. God has a motive for your life. You know, I think about that sometimes. It must be really tough on God sometimes when we get saved and we keep doing what we want. I mean, think about it from His perspective. Do we ever look at it from God's perspective? Hmm? We know that what that's like with our children, don't we? Hmm? When you plan and you work hard and you invest something into a child and, and you live your whole life to make sure this child has everything that he, that, that he or she needs in their life so they can get a good start in life and then they get a mistaken identity and go do something stupid and end up in jail. And you feel like, man, it goes 18 years of my life that I invested in my child. They blew it in one night. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? I know what I'm talking about because I was the child that went to jail. Hmm? All the going to church, all the Sunday school, all the help, all the pointing in the right direction. Messed it all up. Mistaken identity. Oh, Jesus, help us. I mean, this new identity that we have really starts at Calvary. Come on. It starts at Calvary. That's why when you look in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul writes this in verse 1. He says this. He says, moreover. I love that word, moreover. Don't you love that? I like to even say it like this. Moreover. This sounds powerful, don't it? He said, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received and which you stand, by which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. How many know you've got to believe? It don't do you no good if you don't believe. We got a lot of people in church going, well, I kind of believe, I sort of believe, I think I believe. It sounds good sometimes, but other times it don't sound too good. Not sure if I believe. How many know you ain't going to do any good in the kingdom of God if you don't believe? You got to believe. Amen? Somebody shout, I believe. believe. See, the gospel, the good news about Jesus is based on the fact that we believe what happened. Well, I don't know if he was born of a virgin. I'm telling you right now, you got to believe. Look at verse 3. Just for I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried. Somebody say He was buried. And that He rose again. Somebody say He rose again. And on the third day, according to the Scriptures, and that He was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. 
Watch this. Paul's saying, I wrote to you. I'm telling you. I'm explaining to you. I'm trying to get this across to you. This whole gospel message. The good news. He was crucified, buried, and resurrected, and we all saw him. Can you believe it? I mean, if you're a Christian, you really don't have bad news. It's all good news. Hmm? You got the gospel. It's about the good news. That's what the gospel means. He said, I'm sharing with you the good news. He said, I write to you. Don't miss this. He said, I write to you first of all. Literally in the Greek, he's saying this. I write to you on the first and the most important thing you should know. The first most importance. This is what you've got to get before you get anything else. This is what you've got to understand before you understand anything else. That Jesus died, was buried, rose again, and was seen by many witnesses. You've got to get that right. Because everything is based on that. Everything. No, 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 no. Half of y'all missed that. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes it's so simple, ain't it? Sometimes we just make it so complicated, but it's just really so simple. And, and sometimes we, it's so simple, we just don't grasp what Paul's trying to tell us sometimes. And, and Paul just kind of lays it out there. You've got to believe. Don't do you no good if you don't believe. He's saying, you know what? It doesn't matter what you know about spiritual warfare. It doesn't matter what you know about prophecy or what you know about prosperity or what you know about the word of faith. It doesn't matter how you raise your kids or how good your marriage is or how you understand the Bible or how much the Bible you've read or how many times you pray or all the knowledge you got about the end times. It doesn't matter if you can read it in the original Hebrew and Greek. He said, listen, it must start right here. You've missed it all if you don't get this. Jesus died, was buried, rose again. And we all saw it. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Everything to do with the good news is wrapped up in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything is. And if we get that, if we get that revelation in our spirit, if we really believe it, if we really hold on to it, then everything else in the kingdom of God is easy from there. But you got to believe. How, how many of you recognize that everything in the kingdom is built on the fact that Jesus, the Son of God, who came as the Son of Man, was both God and man, became the bridge between heaven and earth, and that he died and was buried and he was resurrected and was seen by many witnesses? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the good news. Amen. If you want to get it and run around, you can. I'm about to run all by myself. Listen, you and I are the descendants of the first Adam. Hmm? That means that we have his nature. And what was true of the first Adam was true of us. Because we were in the lineage of Adam. How I many you know basically three things happened to Adam? First of all, death entered into him. When he disobeyed God, death entered into him. You say, well, he didn't die. No, no, no. We have to remember that in God's mind, death doesn't mean actual cease to exist. Death means to be separated from God. It means separation. Isn't that right? In God's mind, death is not a grave where you go put somebody. It's not a coffin. In God's mind, death is separation from itself. You've been separated. It's separation from God. If you are dead in your sin, if you are dead in your trespasses, you're still walking around, going to your job and talking and everything. 
Come on, isn't that right? You're just dead in your sin. You've been separated from God and you live in your sin. So when God said to Adam, the day that you eat this fruit, you're going to die, what was he saying? Adam, the day that you disobey me and walk in disobedience as a man that I have created, as the federal head of all humanity, as the beginning of mankind, the day you disobey me and the day that you eat that fruit, you shall surely be separated from me. That's what he was saying. There's going to become a barrier between you and me, Adam. And you ain't going to like it. So don't eat from that tree, Adam. Amen? The second thing that happened when Adam disobeyed was, when Adam fell into disobedience, sickness entered into the world. Nobody had never been sick before. There wasn't no flu virus. You didn't have to go get a flu shot. Hmm? There was no disease out there. Amen? Adam was not carrying disease when he was created. Adam was whole. He was healed. He was pure. He was holy. But when he sinned, sickness entered into humanity for the first time. Because at that point in time, what was meant to be an eternal body took on corruption. And corruption brought in sickness. That's why people die now. Thanks a lot, Adam. Hmm? Is everybody with me? If Adam had not committed sin in the garden, his body would have lived forever because he was in an eternal state of living, eating from the tree of life. There would have been no days that had been numbered. Come on, God didn't start numbering days till after sin entered the world. Amen? But when he committed sin, sickness entered the world until that point in time. You know what? The earth didn't even have weeds. Hmm? I was talking to some pothead one time, and he goes, man, it's okay to get high. God's, God's all right if you get stoned because it's herb, and all the herbs come from God. I said, no, no, you've been lied to do. That ain't no herb. That's weed. And there wasn't no weed on the earth until sin came in. But because of Adam's disobedience, he was separated from God, and now corruption enters his body. That's why at the grave, you'll hear pastors say this sometimes, this corruptible must put on incorruption, this mortal will put on immortality, and so and it'll say death has been swallowed up in victory. You ever hear anybody preach that at a funeral? Because the person doesn't cease to exist, they just separated from us on earth. They go on somewhere. Hopefully they're going on up to a mansion. Hmm? And not the hotel down the road. Where the AC's busted. Somebody shout, I got victory. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. So not only was he separate from God, sickness entered the world, and at that point in time, the world came under something else. The world came under a curse of poverty. Everybody say poverty. 
That's not a curse of not having a good bank account. It was a curse of believing you can never have enough. This insatiable appetite in humanity that we can never get enough. That came when sin came. It was the curse of believing you'll never have enough. So the entire world culture became greedy and stingy. I got to look out for my own. I put my needs first above yours. How many recognize poverty has nothing to do with your bank account? It has everything to do with your frame of mind. Amen? It's got everything to do with your attitude. How you view your life. Because I mean, there's some people that have huge bank accounts with millions and millions of dollars in them and they got a poverty mentality. And there's other people that got small bank accounts with hardly nothing in it and they got a liberal heart and give a lot. Hmm? It's a mentality, amen? Poverty says this, I don't believe I'll ever have enough so I'm scared to let loose of what I got for fear I'll never get it back. That's poverty. That's a poverty mentality. Because from that day forth, the earth resisted Adam. And he said, Adam, you're going to you have to work by the sweat of your brow. So we believe we get everything that we can get and we get all we can get. We can all we can get. And then we sit on the can. Don't let nobody get it. Hmm? I understand that's what happened in Adam. In Adam, we were separated from God, huh? Isn't that right? Listen to me very carefully. I am not a sinner because of what I do. I'm a sinner because of who I am. Under Adam's nature. Amen. Before I come to Christ, it is my nature to sin. Don't look at those people who ain't never known Jesus and you say, I can't believe them crazy people. All they do is go out on the weekend and drink and have a good time and go clubbing and dancing. They don't even know nothing about God. They're just living in the world doing whatever, hating people. Uh, blah, 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 just complaining about them. Well, why can't you believe that? I believe it, amen. You ought to believe it. You used to be like that. Come on, amen. What's so hard for us to wrap our mind around that? It's in their nature. They're sinning by their nature. They're in the lineage of Adam. They're in the nature of Adam, the first Adam. Amen? And I used to have Adam's nature. But when I had Adam's nature, I was separated from God. Mm. Come on, how many of you can remember back before you came to Jesus, you weren't spending Saturday night going, I wonder what I'm going to wear to church tomorrow. No, 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 no. You got, you got home on Saturday night about 8 o'clock and jumped in the shower and got dressed and ran out the door to see how much trouble you could get into. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're being real honest, some of y'all in here, it was disco fever. Hmm? And then the hair days of the 80s for some others. I miss the grunge thing of the 90s. I don't know what they do in this last decade. Just keeps going, though, don't it? But if we're being honest, you weren't thinking about Jesus because you were separated from him. You were in Christ. That's why after this, listen, that's why after you got born again when you went out and you tried to go back to the nightclub and you tried to go back to your drinking and you tried to go back to your partying, all you could do was think about, I wonder what Jesus thinks about me being in this place. <laughs> oh, I hope the Lord don't rapture the church tonight while I'm down here at this bar. <laughs> hmm? Why? Because at the moment your spirit went born again, all of a sudden you became aware of God. Isn't that right? And the gap was filled through Jesus. You became aware of Jesus. And that's why every time you act in a way that is contrary to your born-again nature, you become aware of the fact that, you are acting, that you're not acting like you're supposed to. 
That's called the conviction power of the Holy Ghost. So when you're doing something wrong, you're looking at your shirt going, I hope nobody catches me. Boy, I don't want to bump into the pastor tonight. Huh? Isn't that what we do? I was separated from God. That was my nature. My nature was to believe that, that people were supposed to die from cancer and that there was no such thing as healing and sickness ruled the world and survival of the fittest and there's nothing you can do about it. You just take what you can get and you just live with whoever is, is running the government and suffer through it and make the best out of it and take eggs and you know scramble them up so to have something to eat. You just try to do the best you could. Then life was over. You just got to throw the towel in. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Time to get out. Hmm? Come on now, isn't that how we used to think in the world? When you were in a fallen state, you didn't really believe that Jesus healed people. Some of us didn't even know anything about Jesus healing people. We thought Jesus was like the foot tooth fairy. Or Santa Claus. Or the Easter Bunny. It wasn't until we went to church and we really heard the truth about Jesus that we really realized that, hey, maybe he did heal somebody. Maybe I don't have to live with this cancer. Galatians 3.13 says, But cursed is every man that hangs on a tree. Why does he say that? So that the blessings of Abraham will be theirs. What happened? Jesus took my curse. He took my curse. Everything that separated me from God, he took it into his own body. He did that for me. He became the bridge that closed the gap between me and heaven. And gave me a relationship with my daddy in heaven. Amen? Come on, somebody. Jesus became the wounded one so that by his stripes, I can be healed. The healing power of God can be released in my body. And I don't have to walk in sickness anymore. Amen? Jesus became, Jesus became poor so that I can become rich. So I don't have to live in a poverty mentality. And I can walk in the blessings of God. He saved me, healed me, and prospered me. That's the threefold blessing of the cross. It amazes me that some people just get saved and they never worry about the healing or the prosperity. And those are the two things you need the most while you're on earth. Salvation is just the threshold to get you into heaven. We have half the people in the body of Christ just getting saved and go, well, I don't believe God heals. Well, I don't think God wants me to be wealthy. Well, what's wrong with you? Your father in heaven is wealthy. I don't know any father that's got children that wants to be wealthy, but he wants his kids to be poor. Oh, Jesus, help us. I mean, if Jesus broke that stuff off of our lives. Come on, somebody. Amen. And because of that, I don't have to be afraid to love you because I'm not going to run out of love. His love is on the inside of me and it has no limits. Amen. I'm not going to be afraid to be happy because there's not a limit to my happiness because I'm in Christ. Come on now. And he's abounding in happiness. God is not sad. I'm not going to be afraid to give because I recognize my source is not my job. My source is Jesus and there's no lack in what he has for me. Amen. And poverty is broken over my life. Hallelujah. I know, I know that's not a real popular teaching in a lot of churches today. But I believe in doing church unusual. Hmm? If we could ever get this in Christ revelation down. Oh man, think about the miracles that would manifest in our lives. Jesus, help us. 
I like being a little bit different than the rest of the churches. Oh, laugh if you want to. I'm in love with Jesus. Amen? Yeah, you can either be in Christ or you can be in religion. But if you're gracing the, the, the corridors of any church, you're going to be in one or the other. Either in Christ or in religion. If you're coming out of the world, you're going into one or the other. Come on, somebody. Amen? Isn't that right? Today in the church, you have two groups of people. you got the religious people and you have the in Christ people. And they're everywhere. They've been around since the time when Jesus was walking around. Amen? One believes what Jesus says, and the other one is always upset at somebody because they don't believe what Jesus said. Hmm? One's in Christ and one's in religion. Amen? Listen, when you're in Christ, there's no room to be religious in your life. You've got to get rid of that stuff. Amen? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. Pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español.
Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. So oh. 